morning, good morning. I hope everybody is uh, feeling really good this morning. And uh, we are talking about a subject this morning, which um, probably you're all going to recognize a little bit of you in. Maybe you are one, maybe you're not one, maybe you wish you could be one. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about risk takers. Risk takers are definitely a breed of, of person that I'm sure we all aspire to be. Um, and it's just how big a risk are we all willing to take? So um, what I know about risk taking is that you're that in order to be a risk taker, you must have a positive attitude to life. If you have a negative attitude to life, forget it. You're never going to take any risks because you're always going to be convincing yourself that it's not a good thing. So your attitude to life must now be a positive reflection of what you want out of life. You, you wake up in the morning and are you thinking about all the things that you want to do today, that you're going to do today, that you're going to achieve today, that you're excited about today, or are you thinking about all the things that are going to go wrong today? Are you thinking about all the things that maybe you're, you're never going to be able to do that? So when you wake up and you have a positive mindset, you are going to find that your uh, attitude to your day is so much better you are going to be able to start thinking of all the achievements that you are going to accomplish in the next little while. And many of those will be much bigger than anything you've ever done before. These results are only going to be achieved if you are willing to take some risk. In fact, as you get more and more involved in the risk-taking process, you will find strength that you didn't know you had because you will find qualities that now come to the surface because you've taken risks because something has been done well now you're willing and, and better able to take more risks there is no one that you have heard of in your life who is who has achieved any sort of greatness who were not risk takers uh, even people that that have had a monumental failure, they were risk takers, right? And what is very interesting about risk takers is if they take a risk and some in some way it fails, they're actually quite good about picking themselves up and going out and taking more risks. So let us consider some of the risk takers that we know. And what I'm going to do is talk to you about some of the big risk take takers, um, some of the big names that you'll recognize, some that you will recognize yourselves because they're in our entourage, and some that are personal to me. So before we do that, let's just think, what is it like to take a risk? Is there something that you have ever watched somebody else do, maybe wondering if you could do it, but not being quite ready yet? And in the book, uh, they give an analogy of um, a kid going up to the big diving board. 
And I can remember sitting at the pool and watching uh, when I was young, watching kids go up to the top of the diving board and stand tentatively on the edge. And then some of them would actually turn around and go back down again. And some would stand and they, they would take the risk and off they would jump off. They would jump off that diving platform. And I don't know if you've ever done it, but it's quite a feeling. It's not something that I particularly enjoyed, but I did it. I, I made myself do it. I actually quite liked the feeling of the jump. I just didn't like the, the hitting the water. But um, all of those things, all those sort of actions require you to be a risk taker. And I know having seen my own children do things that were risks and maybe not able to do things because they weren't willing to take the risk, how devastating it is to be a not risk taker. How devastating it is to go and do something, to face a challenge that requires you to take some risk and not be able to achieve it. I can think of many examples where I've seen people take risks and achieve great things. Um, and some of the things that um, I was thinking about are things like, um, yes, jumping off or diving off the high board. What about zip lining? Have you watched people do it? Do you know how safe it is? Are you willing to take the risk or are you not willing to take the risk? What about bungee jumping? Sorry, that's one thing I'm not risking. <laughs> I know that there are many people that do it and Maria was saying yesterday that she's done it. That is not something I have any desire to do. And that's probably because the risk analysis in my head tells me there's a lot more accidents with bungee jumping than with anything else. But even for some people going on an airplane, they're taking a risk because I never think about anything to do with an airplane, uh, about it being a risk going, but it is. I mean, you're taking up a big lump of metal into the air and you're, you're hoping that the engines are going to work and that you know, I'm not going to have to flap my wings. But I never think of that now because it's a natural thing to do. But some people do. For some people, one of our directors, Marie-Jose Bruyette, each time she takes an airplane, she feels like she's taking a huge risk. But she does it anyway. Um, and I think of other things like going up in a balloon. Um, you know, there are so many things. And I invite you all to reflect on things that you've faced that you view as a risk, but you've managed to do it anyway. So avoiding risks because you want to avoid failure is practically impossible, guys. Like you're gonna hit failure at some point. And um, it, it, the sooner you can face challenges and take the risks, the sooner you'll be on a path to success. In life, we are definitely going to have failures. There is always an opportunity though to do it again. So let's think now of some people in history who are risk takers. And the first three people that came to my mind 
were Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, and Gandhi. And all of these people were willing to risk their lives. They were willing to really put it out there and go for the greater cause. And so they, for me, they are huge risk takers. Then think of people in more recent um, history who have taken big risks. What about Bill Gates and Steve Jobs? People that were challenging the status quo, people that were saying you could have a computer on your desk. I mean, how foolish was that idea? Now we have them in our hands. So what, what people who are willing to take big risks in business do, they change the world for us. And they really are huge risk takers. They break new barriers and often investing a lot of money and time and risk to their own welfare, I would say, in the process. Every person who decides that they will achieve something while other people around them are telling them it's not a good idea are risk takers. Warren Buffett, who was born in 1930, so he's 93 years old now, uh, was born in Omaha in Nebraska. And he was, from a very, very early age, absolutely in raptures about business. He wanted to be in business. He wanted to make investments. He had so many great qualities from an early age. He only went to university because his father insisted he did so. He actually wanted to get straight into the business of making money and investments. He worked his way through the financial world, taking risks on companies, buying shares and building his huge portfolio until in 1990, he became a billionaire. He championed the idea that and uh, of index funds like S&P 500. He challenged the, the markets who were very much into hedge funds, which were managed by people charging lots of money to manage them. He introduced the S&P 500, where investors do not have to worry about day-to-day -day actions of individual companies and they don't have to spend money to see the S&P 500. He was challenged by other um, financial wizards that his S&P 500 was not going to be a good uh, index for people. But between 2007 and 2017, the S&P 500 was outperforming all other hedge funds and i believe it has continued that process except that i did notice in um some financial discussion i read earlier this week that uh, some of the hedge funds that contain things like ai are now actually outperforming the s p 500 for the first time in a long time how long will that last we don't know so at 93, Warren Buffett is still taking risks. 
So let's now look around us at Tupperware. We have some great examples of people who have taken risks. And three of them spring to mind really quickly for me, people who um, I work very closely with. And they are Sylvain Lalonde, Sabrina Tessier, and Julie Chayet. These three people have basically said goodbye to their training, to their jobs, and gone into Tupperware full time. And in the case of Sabrina and Julie, not only have they done that, but their husbands have given up their jobs. So their total family welfare, their family future, the family dreams and aspirations are dependent on the success of Julie and Sabrina. That is a huge risk. How many people do you know who are willing to give up a regular nine to five income with security, like Sabrina as a teacher, um, and, and jump off the, the uh, trampoline into who knows what? So um, for me, they are in incredible risk takers. And not only are they risk takers in Tupperware, but both Sabrina and um, Julie are now developing their real estate empires. They are investing in real estate. They're investing in their future. They, they don't have to worry about what might happen because they are, they are taking risks beyond. And Sylvain, for somebody who is uh, in great need of security, he's a person that um, you wouldn't necessarily say would be a risk taker. For him, it was a huge step to give up his teaching job. He, he in the process though of taking that risk has been teaching and learning and understanding finance. He has gone more into the S&P 500 risk takers factor rather than real estate. Although now he's starting to go into real estate too. He didn't have a lot of success in his first couple of years when he, when he gave up his job, but he didn't give up. He was willing to keep taking the risk until his business came good. He stuck it out and kept his dream to be financially free alive. He learned so much about finance, investing, that he has now become somewhat of an expert to be able to manage his risk. I'd also say that Alan and I are risk takers. We've actually emigrated twice. How many people do you know who've emigrated twice, gone from one country to another, and then from a country to another country? And each time you go, you don't know necessarily what you're doing. And in fact, our experience going from England to Australia, where we realized that the only similarities between the English and Australian is the language, and even that sometimes is different, it is a risk. And not everybody that does it, does it right. You know, they take the risk and then don't move on. So I, for me, I believe that we are risk takers, maybe not to the extent of um, 
people who are willing to give up their jobs, although I had to give up my job. Um, but, you know, taking a risk can bring you huge benefits. And that's what we found. But the best example, the most local example for me of big risk takers is my daughter and her husband, Brandon. These young people, Susie's 28 and Brandon is 30, they decided that with Brandon being a CrossFit trainer and Susie was trained as a yoga instructor, that they wanted to follow their dreams and make money too. And how did they do it? They did it by deciding they wanted to own a gym. They wanted to open a gym. I have to tell you the conversations that happened in this house when they said, post-COVID, when so many gyms got shut down and business was not good, that this was a risk that maybe was too big. However, they did not listen. They followed their dreams. And, after, and what they did was they did their homework. They were informed risk takers. They got finance. They were willing to invest the uh, equity they got in their apartment to pay for um, equipment for the gym. They got loans. They made sure they understood everything about what was avail available to them. They made a business plan. They were willing to risk losing their apartment to follow their dream. They are working really hard and have a long way to go, but they are way ahead of their business plan. They are making money. Their heads are above water. They are not sinking. And every day they are taking new risks, thinking of new ways to move, use this space. They have a gym that is two stories and the, the top level is the one that they developed and the bottom level is a basement. And Brandon is constantly looking for new opportunities with what they could do with the basement because they're paying for the whole gym. And his latest idea was storing tires and he was working out how, man, how many he could store, how much it would cost how much it would give. These people are risk takers. They keep their dream alive and they're willing to try new things. I'm so proud of them. But I'm now going to pass you over to Marie-Pierre because Marie-Pierre is going to look at when is, a risk, when is a risk a risk or is it an irresponsible decision? And the MP is going to tell you more about that. Over to you, Maria. Thank you, Valine. So yes, it's so much important that we understand the difference between taking a risk and being irresponsible. So yes, we have to understand the difference between the two because sometimes the line, ew, we don't really know where it is. <laughs> so of course, we want, uh, at first we want to take risk. We understand that it's something that is good, but uh, what are the pros and cons of taking risks? So yes, there's a lot of pros because we know that if we want to take advantage of uh, living a uh, a full life, we need to take risks. So yes, for example, taking risks will increase your chance of adventure. So it can feel risky to go on unfamiliar place or to enjoy frightening new experience, but 
yes it's something that will bring you new adventure and will bring you unforgettable experience so maybe it will to for some people to just go on an airplane to fly to another country some other people will need more <laughs> than that but maybe to go on a road trip so yes it will always bring you new chance of adventure taking risk will also help you to meet new people to have new opportunity because staying within your familiar boundaries doing familiar things will mean you always remain with a familiar crowd so if you really want to expand you have to be willing to walk off the beaten path so you put yourself in situation where you may feel awkward but you will meet new people from different cultures from different language and these sort of churches choices will positively affect your success and taking risk will help you become more creative because doing what other people do when traveling will let you enjoy the classic but following the route that other will take in entrepreneurship or personal relationship will make you a steady but maybe forgettable business partner so risk however will take you out of your comfort zone and force you to be creative so when you take risks, you have to come up with new ideas, grab new opportunities. And because of this, because of this risk taking will let you make unexpected connection by putting you in unexpected scenario. So you often don't realize how good that two uh, unrelated things can be until you are in position to combine them. So when taking risks, you have to be able to think on your feet. Creative people can just stay still. Uh, so yes, it's all good things to take risks, but there are cons to taking risks, to have a risk-taking lifestyle. So yes, there's benefit, but you have to know the, um, the other part, so the cons of taking risks. So taking risks can cost you fin financially. So maybe it will be an unexpected injury or car accident or money paid out of exciting venue. Risk taking can harm you not just physically, but financially. So in business, while you want to take some risk, sometimes too many risk investment can cost you so much that you can continue. So unnecessary risk taking can cost you financially in other ways too, because sometimes people will take risks simply by avoiding budgeting or living within their means. So impulse purchases and splurge may seem exciting and adventurous, but over time they will gradually eat away at your finances and self-respect. And taking risks can put you in danger too, because going on road trip can be a great way to enjoy the sight and taste of your journey without focusing solely on your destination, but they can also be risky for even the most adventurous. It may want to, you may want to risk your sense of control and certainty while traveling so you can flex, flexibly grab adventurous opportunities, but you don't want to forego planning entirely. So be prepared for emergency, for example, while on the road or traveling or doing business. Yes, like road tripping, for example, your desire for freedom and tra trails shouldn't lead to speeding or reckless driving or a lack of attention paid to other drivers. And in business, taking risks is important as it can help you your startup to grow, but not having proper saving or precaution for economic downturn can lead to your company thinking at the moment that things turns out badly 
So risk-taking should never lead to completely ignoring danger around you. And taking risks can also ruin relationships. So make sure that you understand that too, because while taking risks can expand your social circle, you must keep your current loved one in mind. So while you might be a risk taker, you need to respect the needs and wishes for, uh, of others in your circle who may not be so bold. So pressuring others to get outside of their comfort zone can gradually wear down the relationship, especially if you are not respecting the boundaries. So be willing to cover time for yourself and for more adventurous fun, but also respect the needs and comfort of others. So risk the behavior, risky behavior such as gambling or drinking or financial irresponsibility can devastate personal, romantic and business relationships. So being a risk taker doesn't mean that you should ignore all the effect of your action uh, can have on others. Sometimes you may decide to a little risk is worth the reward. But if you are deciding to do something risky, be sure to calculate the risk into your planning and preparation. So are you a risk taker or are you just reckless? So <laughs> now that you understand the difference between the two, now there's four uh, traits that you have to keep an eye on to always make sure that, yes, you are a risk taker, but you are, have calculated, um, calculated risk when, when you take it some. So the first one, first trait that you want to sh uh, keep an eye on is sensation seeking. Because people prone to extreme risk-taking in their professional life typically crave for sensation in their everyday life. So they may seek out physical activities that are, that are seem risky, like skydiving or bungee jumping. <laughs> they may seek out the same rush in business settings, so traveling when the atmosphere is chaotic or when they engage in high-stake decision-making. So in those cases, it's important to move beyond the adrenaline rush of the moment and consider all aspects of the decision before finalizing it. Number two, it's concern about consequences. Because re recklessness may be an issue for people who don't have a great deal of concern of, for the consequences. So those who strung up the potential cost or a fallout from a failed decision or action may be prone to make dangerous decisions than those who review all the possible outcome and think carefully about what will happen if the worst, worst case scenario come to pass. So that's not to say that you should be paralyzed by fear, but you should understand what could happen if the outcome of your action or decision is not as you hope and have an idea of what you will do in that situation. Number three, it's impulsiveness. So people who have issue with the willpower and who tend to make a decision quickly without doing the necessary research or investigation are typically more prone to making reckless decisions than those who are more disciplined. So they are the type of people who will follow a plan a while, but then will throw it all away with a decision that looks good at the time instead of keeping the big picture in mind. And number four, the trait that you should keep an eye on is denial. Because reckless decision makers have higher level of denial. So they prefer to not face the reality of their choice and instead they ignore fallout or make excuses for why a particular decision didn't work out. They also make light of the potential for failure 
or choose to disregard it entirely. So people who have trouble facing the situation facts are more likely to make decisions that are not granted the best in, uh, the best interest of the company. So yes, now that you understand the pro and the con of risk taking and you maybe see some of the trade that you say, oh, maybe I have that. Oh, maybe I need to take a look on that to make sure that I stay with that zone of risk taking, but I don't go in that zone of being irresponsible when I'm taking a decision. So these trades are not always indicator of an individual <laughs> that has reckless tendency, but being self-aware and understanding your own personality which can give you an understanding and uh, understanding of the area that could be problematic when it comes to making decisions in your business and in your personal life. So I hope with that you understand where we are going with this, that risk taker, and tomorrow we'll continue with uh, the action, the eight step for uh, taking action to really uh, achieve your success. Melanie, would you want to add something? I see that you open your mic on Zoom, but not on Podbean. Okay. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. So we'll see you tomorrow morning with the next part of this chapter of Risk Taker. So we'll, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a beautiful day.